This is It's a Podcast where we talk to musicians you love, talk about concerts, and answer your burning music questions. I'm your host, Kevin Coffey, and in this episode, I'm talking to Robbie Takak from the Goo Goo Dolls. You know the band for all their hits, Iris, Slide, Name, Sympathy, Black Balloon, to name a few. I know you've heard all those songs. They currently also have a lot going on. It's the 30th anniversary of Superstar Car Wash. It's the 25th anniversary of Dizzy Up the Girl. They've got new music like the single Run All Night. They've got a new cover of Tom Petty's Won't Back Down. They did with OAR. Just a lot happening for a band that, despite having a lot of hits, they have never stopped creating music, never stopped touring, doing new fun stuff. So I had a great conversation with Robbie about the band's fall tour, uh, some anniversary releases they got coming up, how it's still fun to play those hits, how they figured that out, and how it's hard to stay current in a singles culture, a singles music culture. So I am so excited for you to listen to it. It's always great to catch up with him. Real quick, I want to remind you, you can listen to the Pops and Hisses podcast and find music news, reviews, and interviews at popsandhisses.com. But right now, it's time to talk to Robbie from the Goo Goo Dolls. Let's get into it. I'm really excited to be able to talk to you again, man. So thanks for taking the time. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. So uh, just for starters, I wanted to know, tell me a little bit about recording Won't Back Down. How'd that come about? It's a cool cover. I was listening to it. Um, I, it came up as a suggestion. Like, you got to listen to the Goo Dolls. Play Won't Back Down. <laughs> like, okay. And it was really great. So I just wondered how that, how that came to be. Yeah. Well- well, uh, John, we work with a producer named Greg Wattenberg. He, uh, yeah. uh, he has, has done a bunch of stuff with us over the years. And uh, we were uh, working on a song, uh, which is the that uh, Run All Night song, which yeah. uh, we have released recently as well. And uh, so John was in New York at the studio there. And Mark also works uh, with Greg. So oh, okay. uh, Mark, yeah, uh, Mark Robert from uh, OAR. So they were chatting and that's sort of how the tour came about to begin with. Cause they were, okay. were in the, it would, they were in the same uh, facility and working with Greg and um, yeah. And we just thought it would be cool, you know, with us being out there, you know, we were talking about doing something anyway. So we thought it would be a cool idea to actually, you know, put it down and release it. And it's been great. Cause I think people know it's coming. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so it's, so it's been really exciting at the shows. Yeah, that's fun. And uh, I wondered if that was how the tour came about, too. It's just one of those natural things. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're like, really cool guys. Like, we've, we've definitely done uh, long summers with folks who aren't at school. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it's, this is way better. <laughs> yeah. It's helpful to have somebody out on the road that you actually want to spend time with. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, and, you, you know. You know, it's it's close proximity out here, you know, and, uh, you know, if you got somebody who's running around being a nuts, it's tough, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you, just talking about the tour, uh, was how hard is it you for you guys to make a set list? So you and I have talked in the past and, you know, you told me once it doesn't get old to play those songs. You've played a million times. You know, it's kind of a communal thing with the audience and you really enjoy it still. But you guys do, just from a logistical perspective, have so many songs, so many hits, but you got to also play something that's new or fun or exciting for you uh, every night to keep it enjoyable. So how, how do you do that? How do you narrow that down? That's got to be a task. Yeah. Yeah. It's become an enormous challenge, quite honestly. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I mean, first world problems, right? But like, <laughs> you know, um, I feel like, uh, you know, it was tough 
seven years, eight years ago to put a set list together, you know, like now it's like, you know, we've got arguably 15 songs that we kind of got to play. Like if we like, like if we don't play them, somebody out there was disappointed, you know, and I I sort of come from the school of, I would rather leave 98% of the room happy, you know, (laughs) Um, you know, but, uh, you know, the conversation in the band quite often is, you know, we, you know, we got to keep doing things that feel different, especially these days, you know, and, you know, John's pretty steadfast about, you know, the fact that really it's a live game right now, you know? And so he feels as though the show should change up a little bit, you know, more than I do. I, I, I would, I would be, I would be, I would be delivering the hits night after night, you know, but between he and I, once again, we end up with this set that works out really, really well. You know, we've got a, like a little departure in the middle of the set this time that we do. It's kind of some acoustic ish kind of stuff. Right. It doesn't end up like that, but it's, uh, it starts out that way. And, um, yeah, we kind of reach back, you know, back a little bit. You know, we're doing a couple songs off uh, Superstar this tour, which, oh. which are, yeah, which is pretty cool. We're doing, uh, and a couple, you know, brand new ones that, you know, never made it on the radio, um, yeah. you know, but, you know, we still feel like, you know, you know, they're worth a listen. And, and all of a sudden you got 27 songs. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking that. That's what that's what the problem is, right? Know? And I'm, yeah. I was thinking, if you guys wanted to do, you guys could play three hours. <laughs> I mean, if, like that's uh, either, <laughs> yeah, either you gotta. There's so yeah, it just would be so hard logistically either to you know play a tight ninety yeah. or play like three hours you and then you're, you're dying. <laughs> but, yeah, you know what it is with that with our band is you know we we, we have. You know, we never reached arena status, you know, so we do amphitheaters, we do theaters. So we have to play six nights a week. That's we've right. done that our whole we've done that our whole lives. Um, if you play three shows a week, <laughs> you can play three hours, you know, right. you know, you can do that. But when you're playing six nights a week, it's really, really hard. And um, so, yeah, you know, we but, you know, I mean, these are by far some of the longest shows we've ever done this year, you know, which is kind of ironic, you know, at, you know, at 58 years old, you know, we're you yeah. know, doing our longest sets, but you know, that seems to be where we are right now. Yeah. When you're 25 though, you know, you've only got 12 songs, 20 songs, you're playing every single one of them. Cause that's the only thing you've got. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And I could only remember the first eight yeah. because I was hammered, <laughs> because I was hammered by that point. <laughs> Yeah, different. Uh, as a concert goer, it's also a very different experience. Yes. I'm like, uh, is there seating? Um, <laughs> how many bathrooms are there? Like, those are the things I started to think about. <laughs> um, that's great. Well, Robbie, I wanted to ask. So, I, obviously, some of your songs, Goo Doll songs, are just iconic in American pop culture and American music culture. I mean, they have been for a long time. But one example, I was recently listening to Name, uh, came up on one of my playlists, and that song has been with me forever. I, I remember when it came out, um, and I've always enjoyed that song. I still hear it on the radio, right? I hear it in playlists. It's in movies. It's I've seen you guys play it in concert, and that's a song for me that I love hearing that every time. So 
my question for you is, um, is there a song, an artist that's really iconic to you in that way? Like you just keep hearing, coming back, appreciating kind of over and over again? Yeah. Uh, th there's a song that, that uh, when, when, when I'm having a hard time, like when I'm out here, um, have you ever heard the song uh, Band of Gold by uh, Roberta Flack? Yes. Yeah, yeah. There's some, there's something about that song. It makes me cry. It makes me happy. Uh, it's got the highest note I can sing in it. <laughs> so I know if so, so I know if I can sing that song. If I can sing along with that, then I can make the show. And sometimes you don't know if you can make the show, you know. So yeah, like that yeah. song. So that song's always really been like I don't know, man. It hits that weird kind of mushy part that you don't like to touch too much you know but um you know it's glad to know it's there for sure yeah. those songs to me are like i don't know they're like friends you keep revisiting them you could leave for a while come back like they're still there you find new meaning in the same song you've heard like a billion times yeah absolutely absolutely that's great well um so i one thing i did want to ask is about dizzy up the girl which is 25 years old so I wanted to ask, you know, generally, do you do you ever sit down and listen to those albums, whether on your own time or like for the re-releases? Because I know you guys are about to put it out on vinyl, but do you ever sit yeah. down and revisit the those older records? Well, 20 years ago or five years ago, we did a 20th anniversary tour yeah. for yeah, Dizzy. And and so we really dissected that record. And it's funny, you sort of figure out why some of the songs sort of like you don't play him as much you know like like you, you know uh, it, it was uh, we had never done anything like that before but yeah so right. uh that was a really kind of interesting experiment but um but as a rule i don't really listen to our records you know um <laughs> i like nothing more embarrassing than getting caught listening to your own band <laughs> no uh I, I i don't know like <laughs> Uh, there's just so much, you know, it's like, you know, there's, there's, there's regret. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like oh, you're listening I, to things. Yep. I get it. And, and, and like when you play a song 200 times, 300, 400 times, 500, a thousand times, 2000 times. Um, and then you got to go back and listen to one you played at the ninth time. Cause that's the one that everybody gets to listen to for yeah. the rest of your life. You know? Yeah. You're a little better at playing it now than you were <laughs> even when you wrote it. Right. Yeah. But, uh, but no, man, I mean, I, I, I mean, I can, I can put enough distance between it to listen, you know, and, you know, and feel, uh, feel some sense of accomplishment. I think, I think that's, that's tough for a lot of artists you know, to, to be able to sort of like acknowledge that accomplishment, you know, your accomplishments and sort of move forward. But I feel like it's a, for, for me, at least it's a pretty essential part of the whole process. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, I don't like to listen to my own podcasts. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I do some voice. Weird, right? I don't like to listen to it. No. It's weird. I you hear the imperfections. I if I listen to an old again, I don't have a record that I'm listening to, but you listen to an old one from 10 years ago, you're like, oh man, that brings back memories of the things that were going on at that time. And like it's a whole like time travel experience to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And why do I say awesome so much? Yeah. You know, like oh, that kind man. of stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
So as, as I was thinking about that album, though, uh, about Dizzy, I learned something I didn't know before, and I'm a little embarrassed I didn't know it, but I didn't know Tommy Keene played guitar on Broadway. I had no idea. Yeah. And I loved yeah. Tommy Keene. So I was listening to that. And then once I learned that, I listened to it again. And I was like, well, of course, like that's his. Yeah. That's like so good. Yeah, we had we had a we had an epic evening with him too, man. We like we like we like hung hard that night, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah we've always really respected him, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, and it's a shame, you know, um, you know that uh, it, it ended so early for him, you know. I, know. I uh, definitely a talent, definitely a talent, man. Yeah, I saw him play um, with Matthew Sweet once. He was doing some tours with Matthew opening. And Matthew's from here, actually. He lives here now. But oh, such a great show. It was such a great show to see him play, uh, and see those two play together. And then he passed away not a couple years yeah. after that. So. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a favorite for me. Um, well, I wanted to tell you, I don't know if you know, so when you guys come to Omaha, you'll be one of the very first bands to play the theater you're coming to. It's called the Astro. Oh, great. So uh, just going to be a really cool experience. You guys are actually the first band announced. They've added a couple in, I think, bef- uh, now playing before you guys, but you get to break it oh, in. Very <laughs> cool. Very cool. That 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 comes with its advantages and disadvantages, right. mainly for the crew. <laughs> like, how does all of this shit yeah. work? <laughs> how do we put all this stuff in here? Yeah. <laughs> right. But it's a cool venue. It's run by folks who have run venues here for years. So like they built oh, it knowing how all that stuff works. Uh oh, trying awesome. to shoehorn it into some other building or something, but it's gonna be I think thing. that's a I, I think that's a Fitz show too, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. a Fitz in the Tantrums show or is it an OAR show? It's an OAR show, I think. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I know we're doing. I love uh, We're doing. So. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah yeah we're doing like the last fifteen dates with them. I'm sorry, you're you're right. I'm wrong. That's one of the fifth shows. You're right. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wasn't sure. I, I I thought I remembered Nebraska. Yeah, yeah. I I I actually wasn't familiar with them, except for the song my daughter loves. My eleven year old daughter loves that. Loves yeah. that song, and. uh <laughs> So I've been listening since uh, we found out we we're going, man. That that's a, what a good band, man. They're so crazy. Good. I encountered them before, yeah, like the hand clap song, and it's what one, two, three, four, five blew up. I when they were playing still clubs and stuff, I caught them at uh, South by Southwest in Austin with like twenty people, and just like yeah, yeah, blew my face off. It was such a great show. They're so good. Yeah, yeah, we're excited. We're excited, man. And uh, um, yeah, and then. Um, we actually head over to uh, uh, Australia with Matchbox Twenty for oh. a few weeks in in the new year too. That should be exciting. We haven't been there in ten years, so that's awesome. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's all sold out. I heard too. So yeah, it's exciting. yeah. Arena. Just got to show up and plug in. You're good to go. <laughs> Just got to show up and remember the songs. That's yeah. all. <laughs> um, well, we're we're getting close to time, so I've got one question I want to ask. So you've always done lead vocals. I know early on in the band, you were doing the majority of the lead vocals, uh, but there's always at least a one or two or three or several Robbie songs, which are often some of my favorite songs on the Goo Dolls records. Thank you. I was wondering, like when you guys are writing, I know a lot of songs are you write them or John writes them or sometimes the band kind of together. But how does that end up? How do you guys figure out what's going to go on a record and who's taking lead and all those sorts of things? Well, 
I mean, the math of the record sort of un, unspokenly sort of sort of is just what it is. Yeah. Um, but I, I write a lot of songs. I mean, I, I have probably 15, 16, 17 songs from, from the last. And, and this is only in the past eight years, maybe, that I've started uh, doing that. So I have like a lot of demos and such. So I just bring in a pile of demos <laughs> uh, and 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 we fly through them, and it's usually pretty obvious, you know, uh, the couple we're gonna choose. But um, I just try to write as far away from Google Dolls as I can, and <laughs> and 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 then we take the stuff that sounds the closest, and that way I feel like I've stretched my wings a little bit, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, like I said, I always like I always like landing on at least the one one or two tracks that you're on on the records, and then you know at the live show too when you take the mic, it's always fun for me. So yeah, yeah, you know it's you know it's just dimension, man. You know, like um, I feel like that's something that's kind of missing a lot these days. It's a it's a singles culture these days, right? When I mean you know when I say singles, I mean <laughs> I mean songs. You know, it's a right. actually it's a singles culture in general these days. But <laughs> it's but I but but I think it's um. You know, the culture is just about, you know, what song is a band going to release that's, you know, going to get them recognition and that kind of stuff. And that, and without being judgmental, that tends to have people writing the same kinds of songs over and over again. You know, I yeah. feel like albums really gave you a chance to do like a lot of things, like things that you didn't necessarily feel were going to be a number one hit, but was a really cool thing and really worth having be out there you know and so i think we've lost a little bit of that culture through the through the streaming uh uh world these days but um you know it's something we still you know we still adhere to yeah for sure it's always my favorite songs never end up being the hit <laughs> yeah 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 it's always yeah, that weird, I was, I, weird track yeah, I was talking, the sixth one on yeah, the Led Zeppelin album that's the one that i like yeah you know, yeah, I was just gonna say that "Trampled Underfoot" was my favorite Led Zeppelin yeah. song, and everybody's always like, "What?" <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I love that song, man. <laughs> or "Bungle in the Jungle," you know? Uh, yeah, it's like what? What? No one even knows what that is. You're like, "Come on!" <laughs> yeah, I love that song. <laughs> anyway, well, awesome, dude. I appreciate you talking with me, man. Thanks so much for listening to my talk with Robbie from the Goo Goo Dolls. They're on tour right now, and you can check out all those dates at GooGooDolls.com. I'm your host, Kevin Coffey, and you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok as Omaha Music Guy, all one word together. Thanks again to Herdat Media for producing the show. You can find lots more of our podcasts at herdatmedia.com slash network. That's H-U-R-R-D-A-T media.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time. A Herdat Media production.